0: to another episode of the Kids Stays in the Podcast. I'm your host Trey Cooper and joining me is Solomon Cohen. <laughs> you don't get to say that. <laughs> Why not? You just don't because I already know how you feel about this movie that we're going to be talking about. Uh, um, yeah, so we have a great show. We are continuing our streak of discussing classic film noir mm-hmm. movies from the recent past. So we went a little bit further, you know, it's already a stretch for Solomon to watch anything that didn't come out 90 minutes ago. <laughs> okay, so he, mean. So we went back to 2005 last week to watch Brick, and this week we went back even further, 1985, to watch the classic Coen Brothers movie, Blood Simple.
1: That is one year after my dad was born. Yes,
0: I'm very young. That movie, this, this is a new movie.
1: Yeah, that was only like five years ago, 1985 was. Yeah, exactly. hmm
0: So, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about Blood Simple, and uh, before that, uh, weirdly, we'll be discussing um, the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, shucks. Which turned into not being the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Right in the middle, or the end of their
1: first season. Like- so I guess we're just going to dive right in, right? Yeah, That's plan. I, think,
0: I think so. Let's go ahead and dive I mean, what, right uh, in. What else are
1: we going to do? Not dive? Just sit at the diving board for a while?
0: That's what it sounds like you want to do.
1: I don't want to do that. Um, Yeah, we basically just got um, Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 1.
0: Yeah, right smack dab at the end of Book of Boba Fett.
1: I don't know why.
0: Yeah, so Boba Fett is going to have seven episodes. Epifos. EpfO, Epiphoth. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I, agree. I had a stroke in the middle of that. Uh seven episodes and on the what fifth episode it was there, Boba Fett was not in this. Boba Mm-mm. Fett was not in his show. Let's just no, say he
1: wasn't. It was just him, it was just Amando, and then at the very, very, very end was Finnick.
0: That's it. Yeah. Yeah, there but Boba Fett was not in it. And let me tell you, it was the best episode of the Boba Fett show By was far. this one without yeah. him in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was and
1: that feels mean to, to poor Boba. Fett. It's not
0: Boba Fett's fault. It's not his fault. It's, it's the it's the showrunners, and I'm still blaming Robert Rodriguez. But <laughs> I mean, look, we have one of the classic directors from the first two seasons, and that was um, oh my gosh, I can't remember her name. Bryce Dallas Howard, Dallas Bryce Howard. Whatever. Yeah. She's cool. Bryce Dallas uh, Howard. Howard. Yeah. Howard's not her first name. That's the only that's the only thing I know for sure. Her name is not so Howard Bryce da- Dallas. It
1: could be Dallas Bryce or Bryce Dallas.
0: Yeah, it's one of those two. But no, it's Dallas. Ron Howard's daughter. And she directed a couple episodes um of season 1 and 2. And let's man just night and day watching somebody who knows how to direct this show and direct things in the volume. We had every single thing in the Boba Fett show has taken place on Tatooine and mostly pretty dull locations that we've already seen a thousand times. Mm-hmm. This took place on some kind of space station butcher shop at the beginning. Then we go to Halo. and We literally
1: went to Halo, guys. Yeah,
0: they went to the Halo ring. and That was sick. Yeah, I mean... Just, I don't want to go into all of the little details about it because I think it's just worth watching. But I will say this. If you've been watching Book of Boa Fett and you turned it off because you didn't think it was very good, totally understand. I get it. And you're right. Um, You don't even have to watch any of the rest of the show. You literally could just watch this episode. That's how disconnected it is from any single thing that happens in that show.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, some key highlights. The action, we finally get the action in uh, this show back to where it should be, where it was in The Mandalorian. It opens with an absolute banger of a scene with Boba Fett, oh my gosh, called, I just called Mando Boba Fett.
1: I just stared at my dad straight into his eyes. You
0: can't just do, you can't do nonverbal communication That's why podcast. I'm doing
1: it right now. I widened <laughs> my eyes and looked into his soul. What is
0: Mando's actual name? I always, I always forget it. Dinjarin. Dinjarin. Is that it? It's not Jarin Jet? Jarin Jet? Just trying to confuse you. What's a Jarin Jet? It's not, nobody, apparently. Anyway, so... Silly. Mando Who's? is uh, talking to these bounty hunters. He says his classic line. You're not going to say it? His classic line? Hmm? I was pointing at you to say, say his classic line. Who's Mando comes in. He says his classic line. Oh. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
1: he says i can bring you in warm or i can bring you in cold is that it yeah okay it.
0: good um and let's just say they don't make a decision and he brings them in chopped into pieces mm-hmm. yes this is not like boba fett where he walks up to the secretary of the mayor and is like, could I please have an audience? And he's like, no, he's really busy. And he's like, okay, that's okay. I'm gonna go outside and help some kids unionize. No, this is an actual proper bounty hunter, and he just chops everybody up into pieces with a dark saber, and it's really, really bad. A eh?
1: yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool.
0: And one little detail that I thought was, I don't know why it was so fun to me. I think it's just because it it's come in like conversations.
1: Is it was the same thing as I was thinking?
0: Yeah, I have a feeling.
1: Yeah, it was. But, this was. It's it's beautiful detail.
0: Yeah, it's something that it's something that I feel like anybody who's been a Star Wars fan has had these conversations with their friends and whatever from like the playground on. Yeah, and that is about how dangerous it would actually be to be using a lightsaber, you know, if you weren't weren't trained, you just had one. Yeah, and yeah, while uh, Mando is chopping people all up and you know with the with the dark saber, he's not used to using it and he accidentally ends up slicing a, a chunk of his thigh off thigh yeah that's a part of his leg it was slice it off he just, just a chunk out he just, just slices a chunk out of it
1: no, no, no. no it's not like those little ham cubes that you find in those things what <laughs> you know those like ham cubes and cheese cubes where do i where do you find those things? <laughs> you said he <laughs> said that you find in those things <laughs> those those clear boxes so,
0: so a lunchable <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> it's not a ham cube that you find in the Lunchable. He just cuts himself. I think it's a pretty bad cut. I think yeah, it's but it's not say. a chunk of him body. He's like having to limp all over the place. <laughs> it like, like, you can like limp without cutting chunks of your leg out. Not
0: just by getting burned. I've gotten I, burned before, and I wasn't limping around like he Tiny got Tim. You
1: got a deep cut into his leg. Okay, whatever. It wasn't a chunk that was See, lodged
0: now you, out. Now you've derailed all the fun stuff. The whole fun thing about how, how watching him That's cut a chunk you, out of his thigh. You're
1: just bad at using diction.
0: Yeah, well, you're the one who finds ham cubes laying around everywhere. <laughs> okay, you're right. Uh, but yeah, that, that was like a really fun detail. Then we get to kind of reunite him with some of the other Mandalorians. I won't say who. Let's, I'll leave a couple of uh, surprises, even though you probably already watched it but when you're listening to this. Um, we don't know that. And then a really, just a really absolute blast of a sequence of watching him and Amy Sedaris... Uh, build a new ship for Mando, and the new ship are the um I think it is it the N one Naboo Starfighters. I think they got the name wrong. Whatever, whatever it's the Naboo Starfighters. You know the ones that everybody thought was were too sleek, that are all pointy and bright yellow and silver.
1: They're cool. I I thought they were cool back in whenever I watched it. Yeah, we watched him
0: build one, and, it, and it, of course now it's the classic you know Mando Chrome, mm-hmm. and it goes really fast.
1: Goes really fast. <laughs> really, really
0: fast. Really, really. Mm-hmm. They go through a. Uh, they go through Beggars Canyon, which is the same way, place where they did the Pod Race.
1: Yeah, remember whenever Anakin did the Pod Race? Remember that, guys? Yep, that's they, where that's from. And they
0: zoom. He zooms right through there. That he was really up fun. He zooms it with his
1: really fast ship. Yes, he does. Oh my goodness! What are you doing? I'm making fun of you, because he said it was really fast, and I thought it was really funny. I don't understand. <laughs> Keep going.
0: <laughs> I mean, that was pretty much it. Oh. And for fans of the video game Fallen Order, huge, I, w- I don't even think you could call it an Easter egg, right? It's so uh, front and center. You don't know what I'm talking I about?
1: I do. <laughs> I just thought it was funny.
0: Um, yeah, they, they, they introduced uh, the droid from, from Fallen Order, BD-1. It's the same droid? Yeah, BD-1. It's
1: the same exact droid? Well, I don't, how am I supposed to know if it's the exact same droid? I know it's the same type of droid. How, how will we know? But it's not the same droid as Why would you,
0: why do you think not? He's all he's all dusty and dirty looking, and it would be thirty years after Fallen Order. Huh. Could be. Why do you not think it is? His name was BD
1: One. I didn't realize that that was his name in the show.
0: Man, you're a fake fan of everything.
1: Also, I was just thinking he wasn't in the other Mando episodes, right? Who? BD One. No!
0: This is the only one he's ever been in. Okay. Just Why would me. I even brought it up if he's been in all the rest of them? Because I
1: didn't know for sure.
0: You know who else was in the show, guys? He's just he made his debut. Baby Yoda. I don't know if you've ever heard of him before. But, yeah, he's been in all the other shows. Baby Yoda actually wasn't even in this, so I just lied. Yeah,
1: me. good job lying to all of our fans. Um, let's continue one. Sorry for derailing you again. No, I'm
0: done. Now you have to carry the conversation.
1: So, yeah, BD-1 was in it, which is awesome. And I love BD-1. He's really cute. And adorable, and I love him. Um, and you're like, you're like, I need some healing. BD one and he'll like throw you a little healy thing, and then you'll like crush in, it in the game. In the game, not, not not in real
0: life. Not in the Mandalorian.
1: Not in the Mandalorian. I, technically, it's the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah,
0: exactly. it is really, really weird. I honestly cannot express when you're watching it. Don't get me wrong. You're like, oh, this show is amazing. I forgot how much I love this Mandalorian show. Yeah, But it is really, really weird that it is in the mo- middle of the Book of Boba Fett because Boba Fett's not... And I want to also say that it's not just that he's not physically in it. He's not felt in any way in the episode. Nothing that happens in this episode has anything to do with what the plot of Book of Boba Fett has been about so Un- far.
1: Until the very end.
0: Even even the very end doesn't really impact Mando. She just says, hey, Boba Fett could use your help. And he's like, yeah, maybe. I got to go hang out with my baby Yoda for a little bit. And then he leaves.
1: No. Uh-uh. That's what happens. He's, she says, yo, here's some money to help Boba Fett. And he's like, it's
0: okay. I'll do it for free. If I have time, after I go visit, hang out with Baby Yoda for a little bit. And then he leaves. So I was right. I yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean,
1: sure. Whatever. Whatever.
0: Uh, But, yeah, it's a great episode. I highly recommend it. And, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Just, yeah,
1: honestly, just finished The Mandalorian. Just skip. Through all the Book of Boba Fett episodes and go to this one. And then you can, be, you can have the start of the next, next Mandalorian episode.
0: Yeah. And I mean, if, if you're still on the fence at this point, so you're not really watching, you can tune in next week, week after. We'll be letting you know how this Book of Boba Fett show wraps up. I'm not confident it's going to be able to do anything cool. I'm not confident in Robert Rodriguez's
1: direction in any way whatsoever. Hopefully, he can do a comeback because we're working with the Pikes, and the Pikes are awesome. Okay. They're fine. They're pretty cool. They're pretty sick. Um, and Mando and Boba Fett, and hopefully they can make Boba Fett cool again. Oh, I'm praying. I, I just, I'm just praying.
0: We'll see what happens. I'm not really confident they're going to be able to do it. I'm actually, honestly, terrified of what letting Robert Rodriguez direct, you know, ever again Mando in any action scenes, lest he make him look stupid like he did with Boba Fett. They won't. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Oh, God. My guess
0: is that he, they are going to come back with baby baby Yoda, and he's going to have all some new force powers that he learned in the That'll last couple fun. of months. That'll be fun. I don't know how long he's been gone, though. How how many force powers could Luke have taught him before he decided not to? Because my guess is that Luke's going to stop training him because he's going to say that he has too much attachment. And that that way leads to the dark. The dark side? The dark side.
1: Mm-hmm. The dark side after the moon?
0: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, enough about that. Yeah. Oh, we don't need to get into rank speculation about what's going to happen. I mean... They do make Grogu some armor. He's probably going to come out looking like a little baby Mandalorian. <laughs> it's not armor. They, they said, he's like, make the kid some armor. And she's like,
1: okay. Yeah, but we saw And he's it. like,
0: what, what size? And he's like, real,
1: real small.
0: He didn't say that. We didn't see it. She wrapped it up in a little bow. Yeah, but we
1: saw what a, the size of it. Grogu isn't the size of my fingers. I think it's going to be Chainmail,
0: which is going to be really weird. I can't, I'm honestly not able to think, I mean, I'm sure I trust the show enough, or I trust the Mandalorian show, let's be really clear, not the Boba Fett show. Yeah. I trust it enough that they're going to be able to make it look cool, but I really don't understand what Baby Yoda's going to look like with Chainmail on. I feel like he's going to look like that knight at I the end of I think it's
1: just like a, a Baby Yoda charm. What? <laughs> <laughs> What I that was the dumbest <laughs> dumbest thing
0: I've ever heard you say. You think this Mandalorian had the armorer use his Beskar steel to make him a, himself a charm of himself? What to hang off of his purse
1: or his Uggs? Dude, it was I swear, it was the shape of a of a Yoda. The, the little
0: bag. Yes, she tied the little knapsack with the armor in it into that shape. But you thought that that, you thought it was wrapped up?
1: Well, it was really small, though. What is it going to possibly be? Chainmail. It's going to be chainmail that was balled up?
0: Yes. Did you not see whenever she was making the chains for the chainmail? No. Oh, my God. What were you doing? Playing on your flip phone?
1: (laughs) You don't need to remind everyone.
0: I never told anyone, so. Doesn't matter. (laughs)
1: Let's, Let's go to the next topic.
0: Solomon has a flip phone now. He got, he got, uh, he got banished from using smartphones.
1: Yeah. My dad banished me for texting. But, Anyway,
0: um, anyway why did you, why did you not, how did you not see her? She was I like slipping off the chain mail. I just can't believe you thought that she made him a keychain.
1: <laughs> I didn't think it was a keychain. You said a
0: little charm that was shaped like Baby Yoda head.
1: Yeah, I thought Baby Yoda could just Anyway, like look, we already, we already Can we just talk about the next thing? Yeah, so. Thank you. Gosh.
0: Moving on from this, let's do a nice natural segue. Yeah, we're, we're driving away. I'm yeah.
1: driving my Segway.
0: Oh my gosh. It was bad. How is that they bad? They make Segways anymore. And Segways don't make any sound. So it'd be more like this. That's a sound. Okay, <laughs> barely. I had to make some sound. They wouldn't know what was happening.
1: You could have just gone silent like this.
0: And, and now, a word from, from our sponsors. sponsors. keeping our keeping our film noir deep dive going we decided to go back to the very beginning where it all started with the coen brothers and that was with i believe it was their very first full length motion picture blood simple it wasn't their very first i think they did they did like a even lower budget one before but i can't remember what it was called that, I think I might have done it in film school. That is so interesting. It might not even be real. I might be making this up. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Anyway, so. This is
1: the most interesting thing I've ever heard.
0: Blood Simple is kind of a southern fried noir, I would say, you know, greasy, sweaty, you know, southern detective story. Except for not really a detective story. What? would we, How would you, what would you describe this?
1: Uh, how would I describe the movie?
0: No, 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 not like that. What would you describe, like, what the, the kind style. of genre uh, is? I mean, I know, I know it's noir, but, like... Yeah, it's noir. There, and there is, a, there is a private detective in it. Uh, he isn't very nice.
1: No, he is not.
0: Um, everybody in this is kind of hateful to some extent, or... S- stupid. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. A lot of miscommunication, a lot of murdering.
1: Dude, this is the definition of you know what assuming does, don't you? Yeah.
0: Oh, like teaching the lesson. Yeah. So obviously the Coen brothers directed the movie. One thing I did not—I don't know how I, this slipped my mind—but I did not know that the director of photography for this was uh, Barry Sonnenfeld. Like, is that how do you pronounce his name, Sonnenfeld? I'm always like—I'm always like—maybe I should just stop trying to. Maybe I should not keep doubting myself. Let how you me read his name.
1: What's his name say? No, didn't let you read
0: his name. I want to read his name. I don't have his name pulled up anywhere. Show it to me. So Show me his name. So you want people to listen to me look up the name Barry Sonnenfeld so you can try and read it?
1: <laughs> yes, I want to I read it for the cat. It's not son- for the cat. Sonnenfeld. Sonnenfeld?
0: Sonnenfeld. I think it's Sonnenfeld.
1: Sonnenfeld. Yeah, that's what I said. No, you said son- Sonnenfeld. No, oh, I didn't. It's Sonnenfeld.
0: Uh, I did not. I said it right, and don't rewind this podcast to see if I said it wrong. Anyway, he went on to direct, like, a lot of movies. He directed The Addams Family, directed Men in Black. Um, so, yeah, I just did
1: not— I know those movies. Yeah? I've heard of those. And did you like them? I haven't seen The Addams Family, but I like The Men in Black.
0: Uh, I like them. I like both of those movies, especially Addams Family values. But, yeah, so um, actor-wise— the old Coen Brothers staple. I did not mean to say old in that way. You meant old, the pejorative. I meant I meant old. like the person that classic, classic Coen Brothers. This is the starting point of her with them. Of uh, Frances McDormand, she's great in this movie. She looks, it's she looks. You can tell that it's her. She looks so different. Um, I was very surprised. And then you have uh, John Getz, Dan Hedaya, because really there's only like four characters in this movie. Dan Hedaya plays Marty um, and uh, M. Emmett Walsh, who plays the private detective in this case, uh, Lauren Visser. I didn't like him. I thought he was
1: fantastic. Oh, he was good. He's just sleazy and gross looking. Yeah, so. Ugly. um, (laughs) Sorry, that was mean. It's, I mean, it was rude. That guy's
0: still alive. Well? And he looked like he was about to die in that movie.
1: He was ugly. He literally had a fly. Floating around him every single. He was supposed to be gross. Well, good. They did good. He was a supposed to be job. gross and slimy. They did, they did a great job making him ugly. I'm sure he looks gorgeous whenever he's not in that movie. No, he looks like this. Honestly, a, a an improvement. <laughs> he's
0: just he's <laughs> just an old guy. Um. But yeah, I mean, look. So this is a this is a classic movie. Like I said, you get a lot of the Coen brothers. Uh, style, you can tell what it's going to be in this movie. The dialogue, it's really sparse. It's really quick. Uh, Is it quick? Uh, yeah, it didn't feel quick. I mean, so this this movie specifically doesn't have a lot of like, you know, rat a tat tat back and forth kind of dialogue. That maybe maybe that's what you're thinking of then when you def- think of
1: the Coen Brothers. D- define quick.
0: I mean, like, uh, well, there's just not a lot of dialogue scenes in the movie. But whenever they are, people are just kind of going back and forth. Like that's that,
1: what a conversation is, Dad.
0: I understand that. People but, are
1: always going back and forth.
0: But there wasn't very many conversations in this movie. So whenever there is, it's like just a really fast back and forth. But I will say that they're trying to add this kind of slow, drawling, southern southernness to it. Um, so maybe that's maybe that's kind of what is throwing you off a little bit. Uh, maybe that's what's confusing you.
1: No, 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 no. There wasn't any real quick back and forths. What about whenever Marty's talking to the guy? Yeah, he's just like, hey, how are we going to do this thing with the bodies? He said, (laughs) said, I'll go get the money. And he'll be like, all right, I can do that for you. Just make sure you get the money for me. And I'm like, he's like, okay.
0: No, think cool. about the opening conversation that you thought was so boring. They're in the car, and she's like, and I just don't know what's wrong with him. So like, it starts missing scene, right? It's like right in the middle of it, and she's like, and I just don't know what's wrong with him. And I don't do this. And the guy's like, I'm not a marriage counselor. And she's like, what do you want to do? He's like, what do you want to do? I think I want to go to Houston. Well, do you think you want to do this? I don't know. I'm not a marriage counselor. You know what I mean? There's like it was a, it was going back and forth. You didn't. You weren't paying. It, you weren't like engaging in it because you were too annoyed with how long the shot was going on. Um. But yeah, kind of like that. And like, even if it wasn't like really fast paced, I'm not saying it's like Joss Whedon, but it's really tight, like a little bit later, whenever Marty after, so let's go ahead and actually do a plot synopsis for those people who have not seen Blood Simple. I'm sorry. I realize now the whole point of this is trying to hopefully get people to watch some stuff that they haven't seen or re-engage with something they haven't seen in a while. Oh, that's the and point? Part of that should be to... Um...
1: I should be a lot nicer to the movie than if that's the point.
0: No, you don't have to say anything you didn't think about the movie. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you say Blood Simple sucks, everybody knows that you're an imbecile, so it doesn't matter to
1: me. Blood Simple was not an enjoyable movie.
0: Um, But yeah, do you want to give us a quick plot synopsis of this movie? Something, three sentences that won't... Uh,
1: um, okay, so like whenever the plot actually starts to happen? What's the
0: synopsis of this movie? Yeah. Uh, the plot the... starts happening immediately. It starts... No. It literally starts with two people having a conversation about whether or not they're going to have an affair, and then immediately having an affair. That is, kicks off the entire plot of the movie. Okay,
1: whatever. These people have an affair, um, and then this guy murders another guy.
0: You suck. Back away from the microphone. And then- that is not a plot synopsis. And then a guy murders <laughs> another guy. That's not even. Now you're just telling them what happens in the movie. So after
1: that guy is murdered, stop. Then no, stop it. <laughs> That's not a synopsis of the plot. Then all the people are trying to so- see what happened and who did it.
0: No, the plot synopsis is that. <laughs> I feel like I think great. No, a bartender's. What are you doing? What are you looking at? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> One a bartender. Has an affair with his boss's wife, it upsets the boss so much that he decides to pay a private detective to murder them and all kinds of crazy shenanigans ensue. There's a lot of shenanigans. A lot of double crossing, a lot of betrayal. It's a tale of lust, power, and greed, all set in the sweaty backwood I almost said backwood deserts of Southern Texas. It does it does all take place in Texas. Um, that's our
1: hometown, baby.
0: That's not a town. Our home state.
1: State, baby.
0: Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean I think they I don't know where they shot this. I don't know if this is one of the ones they shot out in Marfa, but it could have they could have shot it in Crawford. You know what I mean? It looks like where my parents live. Yeah. Um and yeah, so that's like, that's the basic synopsis. So getting to where Solomon was in his synopsis, basically the private detective double crosses Marty. The jilted husband, mm-hmm. who, by all accounts, is a huge butt face.
1: He's so hairy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he he really is. Um, he's a really hairy dude. Yeah, it's Dan Hedaya. I'm trying to think. He, I feel like he's in every single um, mafia movie that I've ever seen. <laughs> but yeah, they show him with his. Uh,
1: they show him with his shirt off. It, it is like if they cut the arms and legs off of, like, Bigfoot.
0: Mm-hmm, and glued it to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of stunning. I mean, I have seen that before in real life, like at Schlitterbahn or something.
1: It's, 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 <laughs> at Schlitterbahn.
0: Yeah, sometimes there'll be, like, Wookiees there.
1: That but man is a Wookiee, bro. He's got the torso of a Wookiee. It was really startling. It was, like, only a stomach, I feel like. No, it I guess his, his limbs were very hairy, but his stomach was like Well, then it's black. his stomach is
0: his torso. Oh
1: Yeah, his torso is just black from the hair. Yeah. He's not black.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think he's Italian. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Marty, he doesn't seem like a very good guy. And if you don't know who Don Hedaya is, just for me saying his name, uh, you will recognize him if you see him. He's played like a bad guy in a whole lot of movies. And uh, so you automatically assume he's not... Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of the fact that you feel really sorry for his wife, Abby, because so much hair. It's like when Amy <laughs> Sedaris was talking about dating a, I almost said dating a Furby, oh. <laughs> dating a Jawa. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she says there's like, they're so f- too furry. Yeah. Um, yes. That's a
1: throwback to the other thing we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I think they figured that I out. I just thought they should know. So
0: yeah. So after that happens, um, he gets double-crossed by the person he hires to kill them. He fakes murdering them, nice. takes the money, and then instead decides he's going to uh kill Big them.
1: brain the whole town.
0: Yeah, he's going to murder the person who hired him, take the money, and then frame the wife. Yep. The wife who is cheating by leaving her gun there and murdering him with a gun. Um, And from there, yeah, it just gets crazier and crazier. People assuming this and assuming that it's, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty bananas movie for how straightforward it is. I
1: feel like you're really over-pitching this movie. How? It's, it's a classic movie. Like, you're saying, like, oh, yeah, then it gets all crazy from there. It is the slowest craziness I've ever seen. It's like if watching a... A monkey take drugs and then putting it what? into slow mo. What? Why do you have
0: to take <laughs> drugs first then?
1: <laughs> because monkeys are already kind of crazy, and you're saying it's super crazy. What do the drugs have to do with it? Because drugs make people even more crazy. I don't understand. Okay, whatever. It's like watching a monkey in slow motion.
0: Okay, so that's probably where you should have just started.
1: Yeah. Fine. I won't. I'll just.
0: Now like, I don't even understand why there's a monkey involved in this metaphor, but.
1: Because monkeys are crazy. <laughs> <That> is- <laughs>
0: That's really harsh stereotyping. Okay, whatever.
1: Yeah, so it is. it felt so slow. I think part of this is
0: just that you have an issue with the aesthetics of a movie that didn't get made by, you know, Pixar.
1: What? Pixar is awesome. Have you seen
0: Luca yet? I started it on the other day. I thought it was lame.
1: So good. It's immaculate. Stop um,
0: trying to talk about something else. Something better? I just think that you couldn't grok with the fact that it just looked old.
1: I couldn't at first. At first I was like, "Oh, this is going to be awful." And then I was like I like I like sat up and I was like, "All right, I'm ready to watch the movie." And then I just could not get into it. It was just so slow. And I like I wanted to go to sleep. I wanted to go to sleep.
0: How is it that slow? Somebody gets so the people have an affair.
1: Yeah. Um, that was probably the most interesting thing that happened.
0: And then right after that, the guy hires him to kill them. Mm-hmm. That guy is breaking their house and like, yeah. like shot like a horror movie. He's like. Which was so stupid. There's a creepy man in your house that's stalking around to kill you. How is it How is it stupid they shot like a horror movie?
1: I didn't feel, I didn't feel suspensed or scared. It just felt like a, it was like a, it looked like a cheesy zoom in onto his face.
0: There wasn't a zoom in onto his face. There was
1: to a zoom in. It went like roop.
0: Onto the guy who was like lighting the cigarette or lighting the, looking at the bullets.
1: Yeah, No, that was after, after he, that wasn't a
0: zoom. That was a push in.
1: Whatever.
0: Anyway, then he, close up. He finds them. You don't know if he murdered them. Then he shows up the thing. I knew he didn't murder them them
1: because that guy was the main character and he was in the background of the picture.
0: And then he got, then, then Marty
1: got murdered by that guy. Then, um, that murder didn't feel even remotely satisfying. Why? Why you keep saying this? I you
0: can't just say that things like didn't play or whatever just because you couldn't get into the movie.
1: I'm just I was watching the movie. And I was, was sitting right next to you. and
0: You kept saying that you're like that murder meant nothing to me. I'm like of course it doesn't mean anything to you. you. Don't you don't like the movie? You're not getting into the movie. I was
1: trying to get into the movie, and it didn't do anything for me. Well, how is a
0: murder of a for a, a bad guy going to "Quote unquote," do anything for you. It should
1: be, a, it should be like a, it should be an earned kill on the villain.
0: How is it not earned?
1: It was just like, bang. He got shot. That he got betrayed by the guy. That was like,
0: uh, he, he was just like, his wife.
1: yeah. It was a, it was a double cross. But it didn't feel like, oh no, he double crossed him. Ooh. Did to me? I felt that way. I'm so happy for you, but it didn't feel that way for me.
0: That was pretty awesome. I, I cannot get over how much I really liked Emm- Emmett Walsh's performance in this. He was like. He was really good. He was, like, weird and slimy, but he also seemed kind of like there was, like, a weird kind of innocence to him. You innocence? I mean? like, yeah, like, he always, like, found the, the positive side of life, and he was always laughing about everything. You know, he seemed like he was overall having a pretty decent time being a sleazy uh, person. But but also, he kind of laughed in a real creepy way that seemed like... He did laugh in a really creepy way. Yeah, so I'm not saying, like... I wasn't saying that he is innocent in any way. I was just saying there's something... Something about his performance was kind of childlike. Let's say that. I see you. I see.
1: Um He was really good. I I will say that. Um
0: And probably the smartest guy of the bunch. Of the bunch? Of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I said it that way. <laughs> Sorry guys, I cracked I cracked my ribs last weekend and now it hurts really bad when I laugh, so you can't to. laugh for very long.
1: Yeah, I have to
0: start clutching my side. Like Fred Sanford, about to have a heart attack.
1: <laughs> oh gosh.
0: Um, um. But yeah, he's wait. like he's like this. I'm, I, I had that weird pause because I uh, was trying to think. But he is. He's. He really seems like he's the smartest one of them. He just makes one a mistake. mistake. Yeah. He he thinks he thinks he's smarter than he is. He also starts making some dumb assumes like everybody else does. But yeah, essentially, so, so Ray is the guy who um, is having the affair, and he goes and finds the, the boss dead, and, yep. the, and the planted gun that the detective, the, the private eye planted there that's the girl's, mm-hmm. the wife's gun. So he just, without calling her and checking in, he just assumes that she killed him, so he decides he's going to, out of love, clean up the crime scene for her. Yeah. So she doesn't get in trouble. And let's just say hijinks ensue, and they are funny, 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 funny.
1: Or horrible. That was awful. That was, <laughs> None of that scene was funny. It was just brutal. And also a lot of stupidity.
0: Guys, you don't think it's funny that he's trying to dispose of the body, but then it turns out that the body isn't dead, and it crawls out of the car? It's like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. So funny. Actually, it wasn't. It was really pretty horrible.
1: Yeah, it was brutal, and he... He kept trying to, like, end him, end yeah. his life, and he just wouldn't. Yeah, and the he, guy's,
0: like, kind of, he's, like, crawling down the road. He's already, like, lost most of his blood.
1: Yeah. And he, like, he, like, was like going to run him over with his car. He didn't do that. He was going to, I was like, don't, why do you need to run him over with a car? You could just bleed out. And then he was, like. Nope. That he got out with a shovel I was gonna beat him over the head. Didn't do that either.
0: So that's that's kind of that's 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 just like the epitome of Coen brothers. Like the and especially the beginning of the Coen brothers, like dark sense of humor. That is a very dark joke to make. What is the joke? The guy, his he's going to dispose of a body. The body comes back alive and it's just crawling. It's not like it's hiding in the woods and he just woke up. He's fine. No, he's like barely able to move. He's crawling at a sloth's pace on the road. And the guy can't decide how he's going to kill him because he's never killed anybody. So he gets in his car. He's going to rev his car up to do it. Can't make himself do it. So then he gets a shovel. He gets a shovel. Can't make himself do it. Then a semi-truck's coming. My way he's going to throw him in front of the semi-truck. Can't make himself do that either. That's pretty funny. That is not funny. I mean, it's funny. It's dark. It's funny in a dark way.
1: What he ends up doing is burying him alive,
0: which actually was was one of the most horrible. I've seen a lot of movies, a lot of really violent movies. Most of the Coen Brothers movies, and for some reason, that scene of him burying him alive was like it was one of the most brutal things I ever have seen.
1: Yeah, he starts like trying to bang out the dirt, and you can hear like vague screams. You can hear
0: him scream. You can hear him moving, and he starts. And and the worst thing is like. He starts covering his face up really quickly because he doesn't want him, he doesn't want to look at him anymore. Mm-hmm. And oh man, I just that was rough, 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 rough. Good
1: kill, good kill.
0: Um, but yeah, then the detective realizes he lost some, left some stuff there. So then he has to try and reframe them for other things so that and he and he thinks that they're trying to frame him because the body's gone. Um, there's just a, everybody is assuming that everybody has ulterior motives. Yeah. And while this is all going on, something that I was, maybe you could at least appreciate this, even though you didn't enjoy the movie, um, was that Marty was haunting them their whole movie, the whole rest of the movie, even after he was dead, because Marty had warned, um, Ray that his wife, Marty's wife, sorry, it's kind of getting confusing. Whenever he found out that he was cheating on him, he's like, oh, you think that she just came back for you? You think this? She's gonna One day you're going to look at her, you're going to know something's going on, and she's going to say, what? I'm not doing anything funny. And then you'll know, and you'll feel just like me. So you may think I'm the a-hole right now, and I'm the jilted whatever, but this is what's going to happen. And that mistrust that he planted in there, and because their relationship was born out of, you mistrust. know, deception, um, it made it to where even Abby was kind of not, blameless, right? She was having an affair, even though her husband was a jerk. You know what I mean? There's ways that you can leave your husband without just sleeping with his, you know,
1: bartenders,
0: BFF. Um, yeah. So, so even Abby's not blameless. And then every time somebody calls or whatever, you know, Ray is thinking that she's talking to some other guy. Yeah. So it creates this, Marty basically created this friction between them and it, is a through line to the entire movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And that probably explains why their miscommunication issues because of Marty led to all these other horrible things happening, Unfortunately, including Marty having to get buried alive.
1: That' pretty cool.: It feels like you're, it feels like you're not
0: even engaged in this conversation at all. You're like eyes are rolling, you're looking out the window.:
1: Man I don't have anything else else to say about this, this movie. Well
0: I was asking you about a specific thing. One specific thing.
1: One specific thing?
0: Yeah, I just asked you about one specific thing, and you couldn't even follow the logic there. You did? Yeah, about the, the whole thing about Marty haunting them from beyond the grave. you That was a question? I was saying, what did you think about it? That oh, was the question.
1: I didn't realize that, that you were even a question. I thought you were just talking about it, and That's, I was agreeing mm, with you. Yeah,
0: see, this is how much you were paying attention during the movie. That's why your criticism is invalid.
1: You're invalid. Your life is invalid. Um, Yeah, I thought... It,
0: uh, that was hilariously overwrought overwrought yes you said my life was invalid because I said that your opinion about the movie was dumb
1: well you said my opinion of the movie wasn't valid whatever um yeah that was cool you suck I do suck you're right I'm disappointed in myself
0: see this is why this is why we can't watch uh, any good movies anymore
1: Brick was a great movie Brick was way better Brick was just a riff on this it was done better in every way.
0: I think most people would disagree with you. And
1: and also had a way better cinematography.
0: Yeah, but you think Wally is better than everything. So
1: Wally is the pinnacle of movies, dad.
0: Well, just so you know, because of this, all we're going to watch from now on, anytime we're watching a movie, it nothing nothing that has come out before or after 1990. Why? Because if apparently you're, like, you're too desensitized to be able to appreciate older movies that I have plots that you have to, like, pay attention enemy to. Enemy
1: Mine is better than that.
0: dude. I just think I enjoyed Enemy
1: Mine.
0: Enemy Mine?
1: Yeah. That's a different... That's what old. What are you talking
0: about Enemy Mine now for? that's
1: old. It's not that old. It's before nine, 1800s. <laughs>
0: before the
1: 1800s? Yeah. Yeah, before electricity. <laughs> yep. Um... That was the first moving picture, no, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, yeah, um, I feel like it, there was so many disappointing shots in this movie. What do you mean? there was like, this weird like i said that that bad uh close up on that guy, and then they did uh, a weird p o v shot where there was like a hopping dog, and there was oh, no yeah. dog
0: i, w- I will i s- i will give you that actually. That, that POV shot did not make any sense to me at all. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It was like, it, it, honestly, for those of you who haven't seen Blood Simple or you don't remember, there's a shot where he, um, before he gets killed, Marty tries to go, like, kidnap his wife back, basically, mm-hmm. from her lover's house. And he drags her into the front yard. And then there's an insane POV shot that it reminds me of Evil Dead, where the camera is, like, sprints up to their face and maybe it wasn't supposed to be a pov pov shot maybe it was like they didn't yeah, have but a steady cam there was
1: a dog so i thought it was the dog yeah, but i, I didn't I know where was, the dog was i thought
0: it was a dog too but it wasn't it was not the dog it was not a it wasn't supposed to be a pov shot is what happened
1: what it was is it was a bad shot
0: yeah i think they didn't have a steady cam they and they didn't have um they didn't have dolly tracks set up yeah. So they just had somebody run over there. And because of that bobbling motion, it gave it a huge, it gave it a sense that they were about to get attacked. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is really weird. The neighbor's dog is, like,
1: running to get them. Yeah. Um. um there were, and uh, there was some good shots in the movie, but I don't want to have any bad shots in my movie either. So, I can't even, I can't be like, well. That is the only shot that I would say is bad. There was, there was like three. I forgot what the other one was. I guess that other scene just went on too long and they just didn't cut it.
0: They just didn't cut it?
1: Like, you know, the, the scene where they were in the car.
0: Yeah. The that, opening that
1: scene. that scene just went on for too long. I feel like they should have had a different, a different like, angle. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, but it lasted for like.
0: But I bet it was really cool whenever it came out. I'm also, not
1: gonna- they did a voiceover, Dad. They I did a voiceover in the very beginning.
0: I don't have a problem with voiceover. I have a problem with bad voiceover. It felt
1: like a bad voiceover.
0: No, it didn't. It was awesome. It wasn't awesome. I thought it was really awesome. You just also didn't you don't appreciate. you just now said earlier this is this is proves that how in how wrong you are on every level. I'm not wrong. You said that the dialogue in the movie was bad and the Cohen brothers are like known for No no their no, no, dialogue. no.
1: I said that it wasn't fast.
0: Okay, so you think the dialogue was really good? Because you just now said the voiceover sucked.
1: I said that voiceover was
0: dumb. How is it dumb? Tell me. The, tell me what's dumb about it.
1: Uh, they did like this. It was weird. The pointless. If you're gonna have
0: this classic was, Zoomer was it, attitude where not, you just can say things are dumb without was, any backing up yeah. your points,
1: it was Marty, right? Uh-huh. Why did we need? It? Why did we need to know it? Why did it? Need it wasn't it? Marty. But why did you said it was Marty? Why did doing it? the voiceover? Yeah.
0: No, I did not. That's what it's the ex- private detective. Private detective was doing the voiceover. Why? If it was Marty, he wouldn't have been like, he would have been like, oh, in Russia, you know, I heard they do this, and they heard they do that. No, no,
1: no, no. Why would the private eye be saying that? Why would the private eye give the monologue? What, was he, what did he say, Solomon? The what is it that he said that didn't make any sense? It, I didn't say it didn't make any sense. I said the voiceover itself was pointless and unneeded. No, it wasn't. It was
0: setting up the tone for the entire movie. Unlike the, the voiceover I was complaining about with that Tinder bar movie was because they were telling us exactly what we were seeing, which was really, really annoying.
1: Yeah, I can understand why that was annoying.
0: But this guy wasn't doing that. He was getting a tone up and he was setting up a whole style. He's like, I can't remember exactly what the exact dialogue was, but he's basically like, he's like, in, in Russia, Russia, they do this. whatever. Yeah. And then but in Texas, everyone's looking out for, for themselves. And yeah. that's what gets everybody in trouble is that basic thing. And that guy had that weird Actually, kind of voice, so yes.
1: You're right. You're right. Whatever. Oh,
0: god. Yeah. So anyway, it'll be awesome. Next week we'll pick something. We'll pick some uh, Kira even Kurosawa. older from
1: the, the 1500s. We'll
0: do some silent movies. If you want? We can. We can do some Chaplin. That way, that by the time we get all the way back to Blood Simple, you'll be begging to watch Blood Simple because it'll be so new. I think this is a masterful idea.
1: All of your ideas you think it's a masterful idea. First, it was the flip phone. Then it was the game and watch.
0: <laughs> Nosferatu, that's to be the next movie we watch. Silent movie. Oh, silent God. Horror movie.
1: Oh Silent dear Lord. Why? Please don't make me watch that. Why? Why? Do you really want, want to watch that? I don't think it's that long. I do not want to watch it's that. It's like 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes. Okay. I'd rather watch that new Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie, which blows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, At least you admit that it sucks. Oh, it does suck. Um, but one person who you did appreciate was Carter Burwell who did the score.
1: Dude, the score of this movie was so much better than the movie. It was oh, I loved it so much. It it felt like it felt like I was playing a, a video game. Oh my god. I wish this like Even the Even your
0: compliments suck.
1: Like it was like it was like playing Hollow Knight and Hollow Knight is like a beautiful score. Um, it had it had like a really suspenseful uh, tone. It matched the movie. God, that music was so Well, if you like the music
0: that much, then why couldn't you just kind of like zen out and just accept that you're watching these images that were set against this soundtrack. It's kind of like some kind of abstract art.
1: How that have helped. And people were talking. And I could hear screams <laughs> and
0: gunshots. <laughs> oh, wow. It sounds so boring. Screams and gunshots. Yeah. Also, how did you not think that final scene was not like just so intense where he's like sniping them and then she goes around the window and then she like he has his arm like stuck across to another apartment and then she stabs it into the thing it and then it he has another to punch a
1: hole. It was another apartment. It was not another apartment because she walked around the room. She didn't go out outside and then into the hallway and then go back into the room. It was just a different room. Oh, that was another apartment.
0: She went in the hallway of the apartment building and then out the other side. If it wasn't, why would he have done that? Why wouldn't he have just walked into the other room instead of trying to open it from the outside and stick his hand in there? World's dumbest assassin. <laughs> is that how you go from room to room in your house? You walk out the window and you crawl in another window?
1: Yeah, but why did you walk around then? She, because she was in another apartment and she came back into the front door of her apartment to kill that guy because she had trapped him. Whatever. Um, You're right. It's embarrassing. I thought it was different I thought it was the same room because you like did That's a s- how much attention you were paying. She did such a short walk. It's an apartment. Also, if the apartments were like that, why did she walk so quietly and slowly? I'm gonna rewatch it tonight.
0: You are? Oh, awesome. No, I'm gonna rewatch that scene. No, you're gonna watch the
1: whole movie. I'd rather die. And <laughs> it's, it's a fast ninety minute movie. It was not a fast ninety minute movie. It felt like a a a three hundred minute long movie.
0: Anyway, we it are was
1: so w- Blah. But that the the score was great. What's his name again? Uh Carter Burwell. Carter Burwell. 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 Yeah, I love you. You're the best. Follow him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not really a movie site. I don't know. Just follow him. I mean, it's not really a music site. No, follow him. Follow him MySpace.
1: Yeah, follow him on on SoundCloud.
0: Uh, anyway, we're at time, so I just want to say I had a great a great time finally getting to watch blood simple beginning to end. I'd only seen it dissected in film classes and bits and pieces. So I got to watch it for my enjoyment and man, Coen brothers, they definitely had it from the start. There's some Rocky patches in there. There's some experiments that they do that I don't think, uh, always work, but overall it was tense. It was suspenseful, great work from their actors. I mean,
1: yeah, we'll just walk, we'll just work our way through Cohen, some Coen brothers stuff. For me, um, overall I didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, the actors were good. Um, it, a uh, great actor from that other dude who was gross. Um, music, excellent, beautiful, but overall very boring movie.
0: And cinematography, you said, was garbage.
1: Uh, okay, I don't mean that. I meant there shouldn't be any bad cinematography, therefore it gets a low rating. There was some good shots, but the bad shots, there shouldn't be any of those.
0: Well, you're very, all of a sudden, snooty about how many bad shots a movie can be ha- allowed to have. There can't
1: be any. There should there should there there can just be basic shots that you just see, and then there can be th- those that are just like, oh, that was great. You know what I mean?
0: All right, well, we'll have to agree to disagree on this one. Also, you're going to have to sleep outside until you can watch a Coen Brothers movie and say that you think it's good.
1: I would just show me a good one. We've only watched one. That was their first movie. I'm sure that I'll like them.
0: The, all the other ones are like two and a half hours long
1: are they boring
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll see what you think all right take us out
1: uh follow us at uh, kid in the Pick, on instagram and, and
0: at rogue
1: bye till next time love you make sure you subscribe follow us on kid stays in the picture on instagram or follow us on rogue